position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, and prospective sales, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know. Uh, join us on Steam and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals. Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Welcome to episode number. 353 of the Best Linux Games Podcast be recorded for you on this Saturday, the 31st of July, the last the last day of July, baby, 2021 at 2.20 p.m. Pacific Coast time, left coast, coast the most crack engineer, Ivor Molina over there, who's fired, holding up the whiskey time. Mmm. It's good, Ivor. How you been? Mmm. I'm just kidding. I don't care. You're fired. Uh. Damn, that's good whiskey. That would make it, of course, for our sequel friends, 2021, uh, 0731, 1417, or whatever the fuck. Um, got a thunderstorm going on out here in, uh, the valley, so we'll try to make this episode short, but we do have a lot to talk about. So, let's get straight to our top stories. First of all, we have a new fucking mask mandate in Las Vegas, and they're rolling it out. I mean, it's rolled out now. Um, and it's fucking the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. It's as if um, a bunch of people lived in the same house, and 
let's say there's 20 people living in this big, big, big house, and half of the house is controlled by four people. One half of the house. The rest is, like, all controlled by everyone else. And the roof gets ripped off of the minority portion of the house. And the rain comes, and the majority says, well, we have to build a roof. We have to, you know, put a new roof on that side of the house. The minority says, no, we like the fucking rain. And so the bugs and the rain and the mold and the black mold and the floodwaters rise and everyone fucking drowns. But before that happens, they say, well, you can fucking work on your roof. I don't need to work on my roof. I'm fully vaccinated, bitch. Um, and so I think it also provides a perverse incentive for people who are not who are not done the right thing at all at any stage of this fucking shit. Um because they're not gonna wear masks. They've proven to us that they won't wear masks. Uh and they won't get the shot. Uh which is why instead of a mask mandate, what we need is a vaccine mandate. And we can't have a federal vaccine mandate because we refuse to declare an official state of fucking emergency. I mean, there like there are powers that you can exercise. It's never been really done before, but um, where everyone can be compelled to be vaccinated. Now, that's not going to happen, which is very unfortunate because here's the thing. We are now not just heading backwards, we are fucking in full reverse because of these fucking people who will not get vaccinated and if you're immune compromised or if you have someone at home like a kid who can't get the vaccine or whatever and you don't want to um, bring home the infection to them and you, you're vaccinated or whatever then you need to wear a mask but I'm not fucking wearing a mask I mean fucking breakthrough cases like less than uh, 0.8% of of people who've been hospitalized or who have died from the Delta variant uh, have been vaccinated. When that gets, if that gets up to like 5%, then yeah, we need to wear masks and we need to wait for a booster shot. But here's the thing, it's like everyone's like, it's like the country's like, oh, well, if only there was a magic thing that could make it all go away other than, you know, fucking lies told by Fox News that are pumped in these people's brains endlessly and anti, you know, I'm talking about the anti-vaxxers. Oh, if only there was a thing that we could do that could end this all for all of us and end this hell. If only there was something. Yeah, it's called get the fucking shot. It's free. But no. No. So what we're going to have to do is it's going to take six months and it's going to be hell. It's going to be hell and another variant will arise out of this fucking hell. And this is why you need to get vaccinated. And encouraging only encouraging piece of fucking news that I have in this from this week on this front is that corporations are now requiring their employees to be vaccinated. Eventually, I mean, I, you know, eventually you're not going to be able to go anywhere unless you're fucking vaccinated. That needs to be what, that's what should happen right now. 
Like, it should just be a fucking federal mandate. We declare a state of emergency, and guess what? You get vaccinated, or you pay a thousand bucks, or you go to jail. And that's it. Um, that's what it should be. Uh, because we did not fucking make it through this far to get killed by these fucking idiots. It's half the country. For one reason or another, will not get vaccinated. And you know what? It's time to get the shot. And if you cannot be incentive, we view, as someone said on the news, uh, we, uh, an analyst said, you know, we've, it's, or, uh, a health expert said, uh, it, we've used all of the carrots. We need to start using the sticks. Like, we're talking about compelling vaccination. You know, uh, it's free. It will not hurt you. It will not kill you. COVID will hurt you and kill you and will kill all of us if you don't get the shot. Gotta get the shot to get to get to herd immunity, which is what all these fucking people keep wanting. You don't like masks? Get the fucking shot. And you know what? I'm done is telling people to get the shot. That's the other thing. It's not like this is five months ago, this is July, this is August, this is eight months we've had the vaccine. So, like, you have to be a, like, you have to be living in a cave or having no contact with anyone in the continental United States, or anywhere in the United States to not understand, uh, you know, it's, I, there's no reason. There is no fucking reason that anyone can give me other than, you know, I have a uh, I'm immunocompromised or I'm you know, undergoing chemotherapy or whatever I can't get back, well guess what, then you can't go to bars, I'm sorry you, can't, you should not be going to bars casinos, you know and that's the other thing, I have no problem wearing a mask like if I'm going to a store but I'm not putting on a fucking mask when I've been vaccinated now for fucking, since May um, and I'm in a bar because I'm there to smoke and drink and gamble same thing with a casino. Same thing with a restaurant. It's ridiculous. And again, it's the people who have and I'm not, it's the the whole like oh, you know, the, the quote-unquote good people or whatever are getting punished for the quote-unquote bad people you know, whatever. I No, I don't give a fuck about that. When I say that we're getting punished, I mean like our economy and our overall health and the the level of danger that all of us are in is what is getting punished by these fucking idiots. And they're destroying our quality of life. They, like, they've fucked this up so badly now. I mean, so recalcitrant, so resistant, because they want to own the libs, or they, you know, <laughs> they don't believe in science. They're fucking nurses who don't believe in this shit, which is crazy. Um, that now they are endangering all of us, and we need to get this under control immediately. This all could be over in six weeks if everyone got vaccinated. And when I say everyone, I don't mean, like, everyone including kids and stuff. I'm talking about every adult needs to get vaccinated. That's it. Or you can stay at home and never go anywhere. I mean, literally, like, that's the alternative. 
Um, because we don't even want those people mixed in with general population in prison. So, yeah. Oh, if we only had some magical, you know, like, injection that could fucking stop all of this. Oh, well, we do. It's called the vaccine. Takes two doses, fucking go get it. You know, and I mean, it's, because it's not uh, about an inconvenience thing for me. And by the way, I wore a fucking mask long enough. By the way, that's, you know, that's the whole idea of getting vaccinated, though. And, you know, unless, like, yeah, sure, there are breakthrough cases, but none of those people got sick enough to go to the hospital, and almost none of them died. So, what we re, uh, what one guy from, uh, the, um, FDA said was that we need to, like, message more appropriately about what a breakthrough case is. And a breakthrough case needs to be defined as someone who has a serious, catastrophic, you know, health outcome, as in needs to be hospitalized, gets so sick that they need to be hospitalized or that they die from from the Delta, from the from COVID, from the Delta variant. Um, but not people who just carry the virus. I'm vaccinated. It doesn't matter. I won't even fucking feel it. And I don't care that the viral load is a thousand times greater than the original COVID uh, uh, breakout, uh, uh, outbreak that uh, happened, you know, in the, started in the country, you know, almost two years ago now. I'm not doing another two years of this. Get the fucking shot. Because only a matter of time before enough of us get infected Every host, see, when when the Delta infects someone who is vaccinated, it doesn't get to replicate in the same way as an unvaccinated person or even someone who's been infected with COVID before, who has natural immunity. It's the people who have not been infected, because mRNA vaccines make it very difficult for the virus to um, to actually hijack your cell and make more of it self so that it fucks up your body. It's the unvaccinated people that will have catastrophic health outcomes and who are incubators for the next fucking variant. It's only a matter of time before a variant comes along unless we all fucking nip this in the bud. We all take the shot, god damn it. Take the shot. Because otherwise, it's only a matter of time before the, dura- the, the durability of the vaccine in its current form begins to waver as more mutations occur until eventually one really breaks through and we are back where we started. Meaning it'll take another six months to fucking come up with the booster or a vaccine or a new vaccine. And it's mRNA, it uses CRISPR. So that's not that difficult, but you have to manufacture it and roll it out and get people to take the fucking shot. So, like, right now is our best chance to fucking end this, to put this behind us as much as we can. And then we need to vaccinate the rest of the world. But we can't even fuck. There are people. There's one countries in Africa with one percent people who've been vaccinated because they can't get the fucking vaccine, and yet we can't pay people a hundred dollars in this country. We are that fucking stupid. 
It's disgraceful. It makes us look like fucking idiots. Makes us look like monsters. And uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of on on board with that assessment. Makes us look like selfish, whiny little snowflake, cunt, bitch, cheap, fat, stupid, ignorant, fucking suicidal. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Jonestown cultists who worship the orange plague. Uh, and it's, it's, it's disgraceful and it's disgusting and it's going to get a lot more people killed. And that's unacceptable to me. Both in terms of the human, the cost of human life, um, the tragedy of the unnecessary, absolutely unnecessary tragedy of losing any more people to this fucking virus. Um, but also in terms of, I'm done with, with my quality of life being destroyed by this. I mean, not when we have the vaccine. You know what I mean? It makes no fucking sense. So, I refuse to pay for other people's mistakes. Uh, I, I don't, I don't refuse to pay for other people's mistakes. I refuse to pay for other people's mistakes five months, or like, now. Eight months in. You know, like, five months ago, sure. Whatever. But, you know, we're only getting out of this one way, and that's if everyone gets a fucking shot, and they need to get it now. And then it's still six weeks. It's August. It's August. So, you want the bleak harvest again? How many times do we have to relearn this same fucking lesson? Only now we have the vaccine. Take the vaccine. Also, in other in our other top story, we got like 30 more minutes left of the show, so yeah. Uh, other top story, uh, in PGA Tour 2K21, uh, my character Count Vlad Golfila has won the FedEx Cup, finally. <coughs> it was super uh, super fun trip uh, on the tour. Uh, I'm I'm on my second tour now, but I'm I'm playing other games. My attention shifted to other games, such as our feature this week, which Ivor will base you with in a moment, um, which is of the ascent. But we'll talk about that in a moment. PGA Tour 2K21 is, you know it's become my favorite golf game of all time. I think it might be the best golf game of all time. Putting is a little weird. Putting could be easier, but I mean, everything else, everything I said about it in... Did we ever do that review? I can't remember. I meant to do a full review of it, but anyway, it's if you like golf, it's the best golf game. Not just available, but it's like... Even if you disagree with me that it's the best of all time, any rational person will be hard pressed who has experience with, you know, the last 30 years of golf games, um, 35 years even, uh, to say that it's not in the top three or top five. But it's 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 the best that I've ever played. It's the best golf game ever made. So, uh, and, and a testament to this has been like me playing with uh, Splinter uh, from the Discord uh Man, we've had such fun. I'll 
try to link a video of not us playing together, but of me doing an impression thon while I win the uh, P- the FedEx FedEx Cup, the the PGA Tour. Now, Ivor, let's talk about the ascent. Based him with it. Oh my God! It's the Libyans. The Libyans. Never gonna let you down. I can read your mind. This week's teacher. I can't read you. I can't read you. I can read your mind. Take it, Scooby. The Libyans. So, what is the ascent? The ascent, which is ten uh, percent off now through August fifth. It came out uh, four days ago. Let's see. July 29th, so it came out two days ago. I've already logged 10 hours in the ascent, and I've had massive computer problems uh, that are unrelated, but uh, I have not had the broad use of my computer for as long as I would like. I would have 20 hours logged in this game already, if not for the hard drive issue that I'm presently dealing with and mitigating. Um, what is the ascent? The ascent takes place in a far-flung, uh, futuristic, uh, arcology, uh, that's owned and controlled by corporate, um, by corporations, and filled with millions and millions and millions, it's, their whole planets, they're giant fucking cities that are, like, floating in space. Uh, and they're run by corporations, uh, and the people who do the work on these giant, humongoid, Blade Runner-looking cities are all indentured servants. You are one of them. Uh, I'm not gonna get too far into... It, this is not a game that you have to worry about uh, spoil... any... well, at least none that I've seen. Spoilers so far. But, um... It's just more interesting to talk about what the game looks and feels like and plays like and what makes this game so interesting. So, from a gameplay perspective, well, the first thing you need to know about The Ascent is it's one of the most amazingly detailed games I've ever played in a three-quarter isometric, demi-isometric view, because the camera is static. You cannot move the camera at all. But the camera does move. Um, It does this generally very effectively. It's their static camera angles, and so they track and pan when you cross certain angle, cross certain, you know, um, it doesn't just like jump cut. Like there's smooth cinematic pans that happen that, that show you more of like the background or the detail or give you a, a, a better uh, angle on something. Like if, like if there's like, you know, you need to enter a building or whatever, it, it'll, you can't enter buildings from the opposite side because the building itself is in the way of the player seeing uh, their character. Anyway, I, I used to, how do I exp- how do I express this? I used to dream because three quarter demi isometric was one, one of my always been one of my favorite ways. Like Crusader, Crusader No Remorse. Those are old old computer games that were were like this. Um, Fallout Two, etc. 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 This is not a strategy game, though. This is real-time combat. It is a shooter. It is like a hack and slash, but with guns. 
all your guns have infinite ammo, but we'll get to that in a moment. Let's, let's, let's. I used to dream of a game that would maybe one day be this insanely detailed. The graphics are incredible. The environments are amazing and varied. The creature design and all the different creatures, it feels like you're in a living world. The debris, the filth, and the very, the enormity of it is. It's huge. I mean, the, the, the map is humongous. So much so that there's actually mass transit and a cab system. You can, if you're not in combat, you can always call a cab. If you have the scratch, you've got the universal credits to pay for it and go wherever the, fu- any place that you've ever been before, which is cool. Um, but yeah, like my dreams of what, a massive, uh, you know, three-quarter perspective futuristic death fest would look like, this game blows those dreams away. Like, it is a it's pretty hard not to have your jaw just dropped and it stays there as long as you're playing. So, what's the gameplay like? Essentially, it's like Diablo... Murder and mayhem, you know, hack and slash, whatever, but with guns. So all the guns that you have, you can only equip two guns at any given time, but you can s- switch between them whenever you want, and you can also go into your inventory whenever you want, because it's not turn-based or anything. But, like, if you have a friend playing with you, that won't pause the game, so you'll probably get killed while you're doing that if you're in combat. Um, you have infinite... There's no encumbrance. You have infinite inventory space. Um... The game is focused really on this gun com- intense, intense gun combat mechanic. And when I say guns, I don't just mean like, oh yeah, yeah, machine guns, submachine guns, pistols. Them are all kinds of fucking guns. We're talking, um, you know, heavy machine guns that look like something that that you tore off a mech. There are things that I have now that I have torn off of mechs. Like, we're talking, like, three-story tall, like, combat fucking mechs. Like, suppression mechs. Um, all the way down to, like, energy pistols that are so fucking deadly. There are five different energy, five different damage types. Um, I think there are five. There's, like, kinetic, electric, electrical, digital, um, which is, like, you know, you attacking the, uh, the wetware inside of someone's head. Um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's also um, a, a pseudo-melee attack that refills whenever you get, you can refill the energy for by uh, killing more people. So you kill, you loot, blah. Other interesting mechanic is and one thing I hate is like I, and there there's some there are two two other slots for weapons or techniques or whatever and they're they're difficult to uh, unlock early on like it took me about ten hours before I got my second um, technical thing which is the ability to unload the rest of your clip with every bullet going directly to an enemy at maximum efficiency. You can't miss until the clip is exhausted. And the other one that like you start with is um, this really cool dragon punch kind of thing that just fucking 
chews through enemies if they have shields or whatever it'll get you through them um, so I haven't had to focus too much on protecting against and or causing damage other than kinetic ballistic damage but I'm getting there because there are enemies now who attack with a broad spectrum there's a lot of different types of enemies and don't be fooled by the first 10 hours first 5 hours of the game by the 10th hour you will have seen a lot of different types of enemies a surprising variety of enemies and they only get crazier and crazier it seems as the game progresses this is not a review I'm just telling you what you can expect so it's Diablo it is it's meant to be intense so one of the innovative mechanics they have and it works really well I think is the ability to crouch and to move while crouched and to they call it aiming high which is basically like if you were behind cover and crouched putting your gun over the cover instead of your head and firing that way and all the guns have the same laser sight so you can basically see but there are strong role-playing game aspects to this game, and I mean that both in terms of story, environment, characters, dialogue, uh, as well as in terms of actual attributes and upgrades that you can do to yourself. Other thing about guns, all guns have infinite ammo, infinite clips, but they all have different clip sizes, different damage uh, per round, different... Uh, reload times which are also influenced by your skill tree um and uh oh shit that was really close I don't know if you could hear that but it's like thundering like a motherfucker outside but um your guns okay so like in Diablo like where you would get like a sword and then you would find a better version of that sword or maybe like take it to like the smith and make the smith upgrade your sword or like insert jewels or whatever to give your sword magical properties or whatever the only thing I've seen that's like that in the ascent is when you take your guns to a gunsmith if you've acquired enough um, basic components intermediate components or advanced components to upgrade it you can upgrade it by one level for that amount of components and that exclusively affects damage which is cool because it keeps it simple and you can upgrade it as many times as you want each time costs one more component than the previous upgrade from that point on anytime even if you sell all your guns anytime you find that that brand of gun again after killing people it will be at the level that you last had it at um which is a cool conceit one of the neat things is this is a hack and slasher so that it's kill and loot and sell and then kill and loot and sell it's also a big free roaming game like only problem with that is until you get really familiar with an area it can be, the map is not helpful um except in like the broadest strokes the navigation system is extremely simple, it's awesome it's really really good at any time you can press up on the d-pad and it will draw you a line to the direction you need to go, your radar always shows uh, the location of your next objective 
even if it's not on your radar. Even if it's off your radar, it'll show you which way you need to go, which direction you need to go. Um, this gets confusing, though, because once you've been to enough areas, there are areas that you want to fast travel to, but you can't remember their names, and you don't really get a good sense of what's connected to what without just really doing it a lot. It takes forever to run from like where the game starts to the furthest place that I've been. I mean, we're talking like an hour on foot. So yeah, I like to take the metro or uh, a cab, but cabs are expensive. Um, so the environments are huge, and so you can free roam. You can also um, talk to people who will give you side missions. And sometimes these are multiple phases. Sometimes these are multiple side missions in like one, you know, like, like a big sub-quest, you know other times it's like, go there and kill these people or go there and kill this guy or go there and get this thing. Every place that you go though will drop your jaw with how different it looks and how gorgeous it is and how amazing this extreme dystopian cyberpunk uh, arcology feels like a living city too, even though the uh, civilians are pretty stupid. If a gunfight break- breaks out, do not run at me. Because I'm going to shoot you, and I'm going to think you have a sword. There are no fucking consequences for you killing civilians um, because you're working for stack boss Poon, who's about as charming an individual as you can imagine. Um, And I'm not going to bore you with the story, but the story actually becomes... You start to really like the characters, and you start to get really... Oh, I'm sorry. This is going to give a weather alert. My bad. Let me turn this off. Um, you start to really care about the the characters and the story because the game is lore deep, but like it doesn't expect you to like learn or care about any. It just like you know throws a lot of terms at you, and then you have a codex and uh, a full tutorial menu that like have like all the entries for everything that you heard, if some of you've ever heard anyone use a word like, you know, um, lohab that means like lower habitation modules, which is like where absolutely impoverished indentured servants live in you know, unthinkable squalor and misery but um you know, that's just an example also, it does a pretty good job of explaining the techniques and stuff and it gets easier and easier and easier to get around the more you play but really the game is all about effective use of your weapon switching your your actual um, augments like your your um, and the way you oh the type of armor you buy and find and sell and etc and scrounge and this concept of Shoot of shooting high. You don't have to be behind cover to use shooting high. It's just you just hold down the left trigger, and if you're crouched, you will start shooting high. Cool thing about shooting high is if those rounds hit someone, they stagger them and do more damage too. 
in a game where whether you're playing alone or with other people and Splinter and I tried it last night while my computer instantly took a shit after we got like 10 minutes in so I'm not sure if the performance was eh, mediocre because of me or mediocre because of what and Splinter does not follow instructions because I asked him well what was it like for you my computer is fucking dying um, and he just, he, he never answers questions. It's, it's like a fucking idiot in that regard. I mean, it's like talking to a fish a lot of the time. Like, he, like you ask him a direct fucking question, he will not answer that question. He'll tell you anything else, but he will not answer the one fucking thing you want to know. It's really infuriating. Um, he's a good guy. I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, that sounded way more brutal than it was, but it's like, you know, I got other problems right now. How was the performance on your end? Normally, you would take the 30 seconds to answer that question. But I uh, know, I got no answers and whatever. So I don't know about that. But whether you're alone or with a bunch of other people, eventually you're going to be fighting like gang loads of dudes, both in front of you and behind you. And you're going to be deep, balls deep in enemy territory. So anywhere you go, there will be more that are going to spawn. So figuring out using cover is very important but staggering getting away sometimes and staggering just a massive horde swarm of fuckos who are coming at you from off screen by crouching and then you know shooting high is way is, is sometimes way better the variety of weapons is really cool the upgrades of weapons is really cool the upgrades that you can do to yourself every time you level up are also pretty cool. That tree is kind of confusing though because it's not a tree at all. It's actually just a list of your abilities. So like you can add like every time you level up you get like three points to spend on this screen and you can access the screen at any time and like I saved up like tons of my points. I try to only upgrade my armor um, and just hoard my points so that then I can get a massive boost in like whatever category I want like there's a thing for reload speed there's a thing for aiming there's a thing for being staggered there's a thing that ups your health there's a thing that ups the amount of energy you can have for your special um, abilities your your augments or whatever um and there's a thing for evasion because like you can, the other major mechanic is the ability to dodge roll whenever you want if your armor supports it and if your armor doesn't support it then you'll be handicapped, you won't be able to dodge roll as much or as fast so have like a little cooldown um, that can be mitigated through uh, spending skill points in certain categories so it gets kind of complicated, but basically, your guns just do more damage when you upgrade your guns, you gain more physical capabilities and the ability to withstand damage based off of your abilities, your your actual character's, you know, skills. There we go, that's the word. Um, yeah, and so, the loot cycle, just, you never want to, you never want to stop playing this game, because your eyes are just getting knocked out, constantly and it never gets it gets punishingly difficult but it doesn't ever get so punishingly difficult that you feel like it's impossible anytime you die you basically respawn like 
if not right where you died, then at the group immediately. I feel like you take on two different groups of guys that are like, you know, a screen and a half apart. Um, you might start back at the first group of guys, which is actually generally beneficial because you can make better decisions with that first group of guys, knowing that you're gonna get killed with the second group of guys. Um, if you're playing multiplayer, online co-op works. Uh, you can play with up to four people uh, locally or online. Um, there is a mechanic for uh, rescuing downed uh, allies before time is too late. Um, yeah. It, it's an amazing game. Check out video of it and you'll see. I think this storm is like right on top of me and we might lose power. So I'm going to cut it short here and uh cheers i will see you next week and uh yeah get the ascent it's really really good i mean it's really really good diablo with guns it's awesome the best linux games podcast is brought to you by blue wizard is about to die now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.